One of the notable characteristics of the digital economy is the ability to trade from nearly everywhere at any time. However, the COVID-19 pandemic revealed just how vulnerable the world's supply chains are to disruption. Coming into 2022, Gartner predicts that the risk landscape, future of work, and digital business investment will significantly impact the supply chain agenda over the next 18 months. It advises chief supply chain officers to incorporate disruptions and opportunities within their vision for 2022. To discuss these challenges and opportunities for 2022 is Vivek Ramachandran, Chief Executive Officer of Serai. Vivek, welcome to Podcast for Future CIO. Thanks, Alan. Let's do a quick recap of 2020 to 2021. Very briefly, what would you say are the three most significant changes that occurred that impacted the supply chains in Asia? I think it's quite helpful to take a pause and step back because you'll realize how much the world has changed in the last two years. From my perspective, the three most fundamental changes are first and foremost. COVID has changed how businesses conduct business with each other. The apparel industry and other sectors have relied on people jumping on planes. They've relied on physical contact. It's relied on actually meeting, walking factory floors, touching product. That has changed fundamentally. And companies have started using technology to connect with each other, to share information with each other, and learn about each other. That's the first. It feels like a trivial change, but that's quite a fundamental change because it does change. Who you do business with, how you do business with them, and how you stay on top of them. The second big factor has been the geopolitical disruptions. Huge amount of supply chains have been have been disrupted, not just the U.S. and China, and because of supply chain shortages, because of politics, because of stances taken by countries and by players, and companies have had to rebuild supply chains. Companies have had to change relationships that have been built over decades to find new partners. And that's been incredibly disruptive. And thirdly, the last two years, coincidentally, I suspect, but also driven by an increased sense of awareness of the environmental impact, has seen a big push for transparency. Consumers, not just Gen Z consumers, are demanding more information on where their products come from. Regulators have introduced new rules requiring companies to share information on the countries of origin and absence of forced labor or the carbon footprint. And investors have woken up. So, from my perspective, those are the three big changes: a change in how business takes place, a real challenge to the resilience of supply chains, and a push for transparency as the big themes coming out of the last two years. Do you expect further chaos、uh, changes to continue in 2022 or even 2023, as Gartner is predicting? And how will it impact business performance and/or consumer behavior? I think the changes we've seen have only started. They're going to get accelerated in the coming two, three, five years. I don't think 2022, 2023, and further is going to provide any respite in terms of certainty. The push for transparency is only beginning. Today, companies have a choice. They're trying to tick boxes. Some companies. They're trying to meet the requirements. As we go into 2022, 2023, companies are not going to be given a choice. They are going to be expected to do this. They're going to expect to have this information, and not having it will actually be a challenge to your overall business model. Supply chain disruptions, resilience to supply chains. I think supply chains will be shaky. A while to come. Global supply chains have evolved to do one thing: minimize cost. They do it very well. Unfortunately, they do it at the expense of resilience, of stability, of transparency. Now we need to do all of that, plus obviously keep costs down. Given all the learnings and adaptations that have occurred since the pandemic, how are businesses addressing supply chain visibility, and why do you think the other issues you raised, ESG, for example, visibility, transparency, why are these just as important in 2022 and 
I think it's fair to say the business world segments into two segments. Businesses who are embracing transparency, visibility and sustainability because they think it's important and they want to. And businesses who are doing it because they're being asked to. The first segment of businesses are being proactive. They're doing more than what today's regulations require, but they're doing it on their terms. The second segment is being reactive. They're trying to meet the requirements of every new regulation. They're trying to do what their buyers want. They are trying to actually take it one step at a time. It's easy for me to predict what's going to happen because I think segment one is going to steal a march on segment two. The demands for transparency are only going to grow. The demands for information are only going to go up. And it, it matters because so COP26 was not that long ago in Glasgow. And what COP26 highlighted is that industry needs to do a lot more. You can't just rely on regulators. Industry needs to take the ownership. Industry needs to actually take bold steps. And we're running out of time. So businesses that take a forward-looking approach, businesses that become more proactive, I think will stand a much higher chance of making it through what is going to be quite a shaky few years coming ahead of us. And you cited two words, resilience and sustainability. Let's talk about these two topics. In terms of these two and its relationship or impact to the supply chain, what would you say are best practices on how companies in Asia are addressing the issues of resilience and sustainability? If you don't know who's in your supply chain, it's very difficult to make sure they're resilient and they're adhering to sustainability practices. So the minimum benchmark when it comes to resilience and sustainability is transparency. It's visibility into who is in my supply chain. It's being able to trace who's involved in the product. I say that's a minimum mark, but unfortunately, that's a pretty high bar. We've just finished a survey with PNG and Sarai of the apparel industry, which is one of the largest employers globally. And what we find is less than one in five companies in this industry actually know who is in their supply chain. Over 80% of the industry does not know who is in their supply chain and cannot prove who's involved in the production process. So for the coming few years, I think the best practice is achieving genuine supply chain transparency because if you can't measure it, there's no way you can manage it. Do you anticipate evolving regulations around privacy, security to handicap supply chain ecosystem? I'm not sure the regulations will handicap supply chain ecosystems. I think they will handicap players who are not ready. So what we are seeing is regulations in different parts of the world asking companies to take ownership for what their suppliers do. As an example, the U.S. regulator just passed a law banning the import of any products with forced labor in it. Germany has just passed a Supply Chain Due Diligence Act, which requires all companies in Germany, over 3,000 employees, that's a mid-sized company, to actually attest to the absence of forced labor anywhere in their supply chain. The UK has got a modern-day slavery act. We know carbon targets are going to be taken down. When you think about carbon emissions, the scope one emissions, which is emissions from the company themselves, tend to be a minority. Scope three, which is emissions along the supply chain, tend to be the overwhelming majority. Companies are going to be asked to own scope three emissions. So I think regulations will be a force for good if companies can actually get ahead of them. If you can put in place the infrastructure, if you can think about technology to help you get the information, build transparency and do it before you're required to, then I think you can actually thrive in this environment. So I don't think it will be a challenge for the supply chains overall. I think it will be a challenge for players who are lagging behind.
If I could revert back to that KPMG surprise study that you mentioned that it's four in five don't know the, the people within their supply chain and you extrapolate that to almost, I mean, the, the percentages, the numbers might change, but it's probably endemic of what's across all the supply chain, regardless of industries and yes. the players in the economic uh, ecosystem. Uh, what do you suggest leaders of these industries, I mean, these businesses that are just part of a larger ecosystem to start doing in order to address this lack of transparency moving forward. And from that perspective, what is Sarai's value proposition in helping organizations achieve this transparency, if you will? We advocate that companies do three things. The first is get internal alignment on why transparency is important and recognize that it's going to be a journey. You're not going to get everything on day one. This is a journey that you're committing to. The second is collaborate with your partners. Don't demand information from your suppliers. Incentivize them. Work with them and make sure that it's in their interest to share information. And the third, and probably most importantly, and links to what Sarai does, is think about technology to help you do this. Most companies we talk to tell us the cost, the investment, or the manual effort is the largest challenge to building supply chain transparency. In 2021, going into 2022, it doesn't need to be the case. Sarai is a business-to-business platform. We help businesses learn about and make informed decisions on their supply chain. We help them get visibility into who is in their supply chain and stay on top of them. We help them trace their products all the way upstream to the raw materials. And we make it simple, we make it affordable. So it's a, it's a simple and intuitive process. It's a collaborative network where buyers and sellers come together to share information. It's a private network that's secure and it grows with your requirements. Today, you might want information about labor conditions. Tomorrow, you're likely to know about want to know about water or about carbon. The platform will evolve and it's flexible and customizable to your needs. Vivek, thank you for joining us Podcasts for Future CIO. Pleasure. That was Vivek Ramachandran, Chief Executive Officer of Sarai, on the topic of readying the supply chain for 2022. You are listening in to Podchats for Future CIO. As always, if you have a topic you'd like us to cover on this channel, simply email us at editors at society.com. We'd also like to invite you to sign up for our free weekly newsletter so you won't miss an episode of Podchats for Future CIO. In the meantime, stay safe, have a great day, and see you on the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Bye for now. Thank you.